Praise the Lord. Um, I promised at the gathering that we would be able to do uh, some simple teachings as it pertains to inner healing and deliverance. And <clears throat> I wanted to make sure I did it specifically for the gathering. So this is not on my local page. This is specific for uh, the gathering. Um, I'm going to make it so that you can share it if you would like to. Um, but I think you can share it. Well, this is specific for those people who are on and connected to the gathering. And uh, the reason that I wanted to make sure we did this is to make sure I covered some specific stuff. And if you have any questions, you can always post your questions and um, I'll be able to see them or you can inbox me and I'll look at me. Uh, I'm going to be very long, but I wanted to jump right in. So what is inner healing? Um, a lot of people would question the um, effectiveness or uh, the, script, the scriptural um, um, references, references as it pertains to specifically inner healing. Um, one of the things that a lot of people are focused on right now is deliverance, um, casting out demons. Can Christians have demons? And the whole battle um, of that, I'm, I'm not even, we're gonna eventually cover that and we're gonna talk about that. As a matter of fact, we have a deliverance seminar coming up this weekend uh, and I'm very excited about it. But one of the things that we teach for our Deliverance and Inner Healing Seminar is the fact that deliverance would be, if you do any kind of gardening, it would be like uh, the snatching the roots out. If you've ever seen on TV where there was a stump and somebody had to, uh, to tie a rope around the stump and then snatch the stump out with the truck, that would be kind of like deliverance. In addition to that, inner healing would be that thing that would keep digging to clear all the dirt and the debris away from um, the area that's necessary to pull those roots from. Now, the Bible talks to us in several different places, starting at Isaiah. And we're gonna go really slow with this so that we can all have a good understanding um, of what the Bible is showing us as it pertains to inner healing. And I know people are going to say, oh, this is, listen, everything that we do is absolutely by faith. And by faith, I need you to understand exactly what's happening as we look at this scripture. So Isaiah 61, if you get a chance, uh, you can share this with other people. Um, but I specifically wanted to make sure I did this for all those who are associated with the gathering, especially prophetic people. It always seems as if prophetic people deal with areas of rejection, anger, frustration, bitterness, uh, even areas where we have a lack of self-control. And usually this stuff is rooted, uh, even addictions. This stuff is rooted usually in areas of rejection and uh, pain. If you go back, I teach during our PAC class, which is actually happening right now, the prophetic activation training class. One of the things that we talk about is we use some practical and natural things to be able to, to discern the root of some of the issues. Something the Lord told me last year was to heal the prophets. And so it is absolutely necessary for us to be made whole. If you go back to my 60 pound life or 600 pound life, um, any of the addiction shows, you'll be able to see just listening to their stories where those areas of addiction really came in. And a lot of times it starts in places of um, abandonment, rejection, stuff like that. So Isaiah 61, starting at verse one says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, 
to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to them that are bound, um, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then the, Jesus stands up in Luke 4 and he reads the scripture. And then he says, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ear. Let's take a look at that again. Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he hath anointed me to what? Preach good tidings unto the meek. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. He has also sent me to bind up the broken hearted and then to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to them that are bound. So we're speaking about inner healing. We're talking about deliverance. And then we're talking about the recovery after the deliverance. Does that make sense to you? The empowerment to show you how delivered and how to live a free life. It's very easy for us to say, uh, come out, but then you walk out and you have to live without that particular thing anymore. Does that make sense? And so we're going to get into the essence of what inner healing really, really looks like and how it affects you as a believer. Again, if you have any questions, you can always go ahead and comment. I can see those. But what does inner healing do? The ministry of inner healing causes you to focus your attention on God and not the pain. Any person I can testify and I can bring them on any person that has ever been through our inner healing and deliverance seminar. When I first went through, I was very skeptical. Um, but one of the things that I walked away with was the fact that um, when I think of the painful memories that I had to uh, growing up or that I experienced, I can remember the issue but I cannot remember the pain. The pain that was there associated with that memory, the Lord has healed. And that is one of the most amazing things for me. Anybody who's been through inner healing, um, at least with us and connected to us and Evangel Christian churches, I am telling you right now, um, we can have them come on and testify. Maybe we'll do that this weekend. That's a good thing. Maybe for the gathering, that's what we'll do. We'll talk about um, our testimonies for deliverance and inner healing. I'll actually reach out so that you can see um, the literal testimonies that we have experienced uh, discussing inner healing. So what exactly is it that we're getting healed from or what exactly does inner healing do? Inner healing expresses the love of God, the love of Jesus, the demonstration of the love of Jesus through healing of the broken memories or the woundings that have been left in our hearts. Um, it causes us to forgive easier. It removes the shame um, from whatever that pain was. Um, let's see what else. Oh, it is access to providing physical healing. Physical healing happens in the midst of inner healing. All right. So here's a couple other things. It helps heal traumas in people's lives. It helps people experience Jesus forgiveness uh, from their, for their sins. It enables us who have been unloved and rejected to experience the depth of God's love. It helps us to deal with deceptions that are holding people in bondage. You do understand that the reason that most of you respond and act the way that you do has nothing to do with what somebody else is doing. It is a trigger from what has happened before in your past. The reason that you deal with the abuse or don't deal with the abuse now has been because you have had to deal with some sort of abuse uh, in the past, either on TV, uh, personally, you have experienced it somehow. And because you have experienced it, then you understand what it's like to not have to do it or to do it. There are times now, because I have been in abusive relationships, one of the things that uh, is a trigger for me is somebody walking up on me. No, 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 that, that doesn't work. It just does not work. If you go walk up on me, just know that I might just, 
unconsciously, so pow. <laughs> Just because it is a trigger. It's something in my mind that says you need to defend yourself. Um, I'm not talking about the sexual um, abusive relationships. Some of you are connected to friends who are abusive, who are manipulative, um, and you have allowed this thing to happen, who continue to take for, from you. Uh, some of you are in ministries that are abusive um, and domineering and controlling. And the thing, I'm not even telling you that you need to leave your ministry. What I am telling you is that area of brokenness has got to be healed. That's what I'm telling you. And what happens when you become whole, then those people and those things that have been abusive or that you has been associated with that abuse, what then happens is that your mindset starts to change about it. And so your response starts to be different because your response starts to be different. Then people want to then isolate you. They want to call you all kinds of names because now you're growing outside of where. Yep, we're talking about inner healing outside of where they have assumed that you would be. And so if, even if you just take the word or heal themselves, once being made whole, if Jesus has the ability to heal our physical bodies by the power of the Holy Spirit, why would he not have the ability to heal our soul, heal the broken areas in our hearts? You do know that the soul is the mind, will, and emotions. The Bible says in, I believe it's in 1 John, that I would that you would prosper and be in health as your soul prospers, as your soul prospers, that means that your soul can be at a place of lack. Does that make sense? Uh, when a person abuses me, the harm done is uh, to their own souls. No, not necessarily, not necessarily. Um, the harm that is done, if I am an abuser, the harm has already been done to my soul which is why I'm abusing you. And now the process continues. So now you then become wounded. So now there's a broken area uh, in your heart. And so now that abuse continues. And honestly, let's remove the spiritual side of it. If we take out the Holy Spirit out of all of this, this is psychological, check my degrees. <clears throat> okay, let's, let's, I'm talking specifically to Wesley. Let's look at this from a psychological uh, psychological perspective. It is very clear. If you want to look at my DSM-4, you can do that. Uh, and you can actually Google this, that it's quite probable usually the abuser becomes, uh, the abused becomes the abuser. And then the cycle continues. And this continues because of the brokenness that's in one person. This is not that hard or that deep. And if our God is supposed to be so powerful and so mighty, why do we limit him to our healing being just to our physical bodies when clearly the person who has been abused needs some healing? And it's always, uh, let's just fall off his left hand right now. That's very strange and weird. But anyway, as we start looking into what inner healing is, we have got to be able to understand that our God is so big. We've seen him heal cancer. We've seen him heal uh, liver disease. We've seen him heal all kinds of stuff. Then he wants to heal the fragments of your emotions, the fragments of your mental uh, capacity and all of that kind of stuff. A lot of times we get stuck in uh, cycles of thinking. We get stuck in cycles of thinking. Now, as a believer, um, the thing that I do Tell the vision and you shall heal without money. I'm not sure, Wesley, what exactly you're talking about, but this is 
free. <laughs> We're talking right now about getting heels. You can't see what he's saying. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, show you guys what he's saying. I don't I don't know if this is just a bot of some sort, but um, even even stuff like this, the behaviors that we uh, exemplify come not just it, uh, I'm a stick with a psychological psychological perspective. Um, there is a, a constant argument about if things are um, we are responding based on environment. Um, so nature versus nurture. Is this stuff that we're being taught or shown or is this something that is innate in us? And it's very clear that there's such a very thin line between the two. And so when you look at it from a spiritual perspective, a lot of us pray and we seek God because this is the way that our families have been brought up. Then you have certain people who have had personal experiences with God who did not grow up in the church. So this stuff is shows us that there is something in our um, nature. That wasn't nurture. This is something that is in our nature that causes us to seek after God. Now, at the same time, uh, I seen green grass in the dream for Jesus. Uh, at the same time, you have people who understand that in order for us to um, transition from our current behavior, we have got to change the way that we think. And this is all biblical because the Bible says in Romans, let's go ahead and go to that. I'm going to go to Romans. Um, I'm going to go to Romans. Is it 12? Or is it eight? I've been preaching it for a while. Um, so Romans 12, that's it. We're going to go to Romans 12 and verse one. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Here it is right here. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Huh? That you may be able to prove uh, is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want you to focus on one particular thing here. And it says, and be not conformed. Do not be squeezed into how the world does. Do not be squeezed into the image of the world. Do not be pressed into how the world responds. Do not be pressured into what the world says is okay for a man to be. Um, do not uh, respond with uh, aggression because somebody was aggressive to you. So do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by this, the renewing of your mind. This word renewing equates to renovation. If you have ever done any kind of renovation in your home, then you understand that it is not an easy process. It is not a simple process. There is something that you have to do. You have to start dismantling some of that thinking, dismantling some of those things and some of those processes that have been established for years. And it is that kind of thinking that we have to start pulling apart, that we have to start saying, Lord, show me exactly how to get this done. And this is only done through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I know some of you watching will say, well, why don't we just go to therapy? Absolutely. The only difference between this inner healing and therapy is that Jesus shows up and heals the broken area instead of us just talking about it. Now, you may be saying, well, so does that mean that I just won't have any pain when I think of a memory? No. What it means, though, is that the layers of brokenness, the layers of pain will begin to be dealt with. This is where we are right now. 
We have people who have been going to therapy, who are taking medication and living their lives, and they still have suicidal thoughts. Inner healing speaks to some of those things. Inner healing speaks to those areas that causes that we allow the Holy Spirit to come in. Lord, show me that broken area. Show me that place that needs to be made whole. It is one of the most wonderful things where the father can show you that this is why you responded like this. Now, this is what I want to do, because I am always about doing an activation. Right. And so I want you to do something with me. You, you don't have to do it right now. You don't have to do it right now. But what I would like you to do is if you could go grab a sheet of paper. Okay. Grab a sheet of paper. I want you to put the sheet of paper next to you. Got your pen, your sheet of paper. Well, we're not going to write a letter. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, show me what you want to heal me from. And as you sit there with your eyes closed, the Holy Spirit will cause uh, an image, a memory, uh, a thought, something that could have happened 20 minutes ago or 20 years ago to come right up into your spirit. Keep your eyes closed. Allow him to show you exactly what that thing is. And then write that thing down. After you see it, I want you to write it down. Yep, go ahead and just write it down. And one of the things that we have to be able to do is allow him to deal with those areas. Okay. Now you've seen it. You've written it down. Now this is what I want you to do. I want you to say, Lord, teach me how to let go. Because I'm going to we're going to take this step by step. We're going to take this step by step and we're going to get to a place of prayer and we're going to get to a place of forgiveness. But the first thing I want you to we're, we're going to be activating you on is being able to see those areas in those places that you need healing in. The truth is a lot of us try to avoid these places. And so we don't allow the Holy Spirit to come in and show us those broken places. We resist those places. So I want you to be open to allowing the Holy Spirit to show you. The reason that I snapped today while I was driving in the car was because, Holy Spirit, show me the area that you wanna heal me from. I don't want this kind of behavior. Everybody wants to talk about Kirk Franklin, but Kirk Franklin was responding to his brokenness. It's not a huge issue. He lost it. There's a reason why he lost it. There's an area of healing. He made it already very clear. His son, he felt disrespected. There's a root to his disrespect. There is something that triggers him when he feels disrespected. I can understand. He's only what, like five, six or something. So I'm sure people would have stepped over him, pushed him, all kinds of stuff. And some of you have been living his life, even though you're my height, six one, and people have stepped on you and people have said all kinds of things about you and degraded you and, and uh, diminished you. And the truth is you are broken. This is why you work so hard. This is why you fight so hard. This is why you resist correction. This is why you resist redirection, because you have to prove to them that you have it. It's a broken area. And the Lord wants to heal you from it. OK, so you have where uh, God wants to heal you from. And so we're going to pray. And then next week, we're going to cover some more. All right. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for each of your people 
uh, that have been watching and that will watch. I pray in Jesus' name that as you bring these things up, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will show them the cycle, show them the truth of who you are so that the lie can be exposed, the lies that the enemy would tell them. I pray in the name of Jesus for continued healing. Bring those things up, Holy Spirit, that they can go ahead and let go. I pray that as you start to pull those things up, I thank you, Lord, that you have the ability to meet us where we are and cause healing. We accept that healing that you give us. You would that we would prosper and be in health as our souls prosper. So, Lord, cause our souls to prosper. Cause our souls to be made whole, that we would be complete in you, lacking nothing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, I appreciate each and every one of you. If you um, have any questions, concerns, shoot me an email. You can inbox me or shoot me an email at pray.shutman at gmail.com. Next week, we're going to be talking some more about inner healing. We're going to cover all of inner healing. We're going to answer all of your questions, and then we're going to start talking about deliverance. And I'm going to remind you about the deliverance seminar that is absolutely available for you. Um, I want to make sure that you guys have all the information that's possible. If you need ministry, you can go ahead and contact me right at the email address uh, below, prayshipment at gmail.com. We do do inner healing and uh, deliverance here at the church. If you need information about deliverance and inner healing, you can shoot us an email at witsministries at gmail.com. It is once a month. We want to make sure that we have the opportunity to minister to you. Does that make sense? We want to make sure that we do it. Um, and if you have any questions, you can always shoot an email to prayshipment at gmail.com. Several, several ways um, to make sure that you have the ability to uh, reach out, ask questions, uh, and get an understanding about anything that we have or that we do discuss. All right. All right. I will be seeing you guys really soon. If you need me again, shoot me an email. Uh, this Wednesday coming up is the gathering. And so we're going to be answering some questions. We might actually stick with deliverance and inner healing. Really feel like we might want to go ahead and stay there. All right. So I will be seeing each and every one of you. God bless you. I will see you guys later.